0: Leia Jansen's last singles event ever. She's playing Anna Lee in the gold medal match. Here's game one. It's game point for Leia. And she takes game one from Anna Lee. How did this match end? We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Hello. Welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cali. This week... We're at the Baird Wealth Management Seattle Open. We had a great tournament this weekend, a few upsets, a few interesting storylines, some beautiful trees. We're going to talk about everything that happened this weekend. We'll recap it all. But before we get into that, if you guys wouldn't mind hitting that like button real quick, sharing this show with your friends who you're trying to get into pickleball, hit that notification icon so you could always get updated whenever a new episode is out. And with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. I just want to apologize so to you so again, so tell so you how so I'm sorry so I am about sorry. the mistake, and it's if there's sorry. anything at all I can do for you, I'm please sorry. don't hesitate to ask. I'm Come along, It's Time for your lobotomy. I'm forgiveness. I'm not sorry I took the money, mother. <laughs> Alright, so first, let's talk about the Mixed Doubles event. This one was on ESPN on Sunday. There was a lot of controversy this weekend. There was like four different channels you had to have if you wanted to watch Pickleball this weekend. We had ESPN, we had CBS, we had CBS Sports, which is like a different CBS channel. And then obviously Tennis Channel, which also plays on YouTube. So a lot of channel changing this weekend. Thankfully on Sunday, there was just two channels, ESPN for this mixed doubles, and then YouTube for the rest. You know, these ESPN streamed games could be a real drag to watch as a pickleball fan because the announcers, Dave Fleming and Mish, I mean, they really only care about the people who are new to pickleball. So you just hear them describing the same stuff that we know all the time. Did you know that a pickleball is made out of plastic? Did you know what side-out scoring is? Let's talk about an Ernie for the 50th time and what that is. So this match was pretty good. We had Big Papa Jimmy and Anna Bright taking on Ben Johns and Anna Lee Waters. So Anna Bright and Big Papa Jimmy were able to take game two, which tied this at 1-1. One and one. Uh, And even in this third game, they were able to keep it at 4-4. Four and four, But couldn't hold on to it for too long. Ben Johns and Anna Lee Waters ended up running away with this one right after this. You know, I'm not sure that Anna and Big Papa Jimmy really ever had a chance to beat Ben and Anna Lee. They're just real good, but it just seemed like Big Papa Jimmy threw this one away in so many different moments. I mean, between missed serves, missed returns, so many unforced errors on his part. You know, not that he didn't make up for it. I mean, he has one hell of an overhead slam, but still, it ended up being the result that we all expected. Ben and Anna Lee took this first match as Sunday. They win the gold medal for mixed doubles. There were some other interesting games from the mixed doubles. This one right here, Riley and Lindsey Newman taking on Ben and Lee. This was in the semifinal. This game was tough for people to watch because a lot of people were confused. On Friday, they ended up taping these semifinal matches, and they didn't air it till the next morning on CBS. So if you were watching on Friday, you're really confused. You're like, wait a minute. Why didn't they air any of the semifinal games? The whole schedule on Saturday was just weird in and of itself. I mean, it started the day on ESPN for an hour where we got to watch the first round of men's doubles. And then they played this game while we weren't even able to watch the other tournament that was happening live. Now, this was a good match to watch that morning. Don't get me wrong. But it was weird because they just fast forwarded through the second game and all of a sudden to get it fit within the hour for TV... It's just 9-1 to one in the second game. And you're like, what the hell happened? Regardless, this game was awesome. I mean, you know, the little mini rivalry between Riley and Ben has been really fun to watch. I mean, even just watch this point right here. <laughs> Riley Newman tries to body bag Anna Lee Waters. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's watch the replay on this one. Watch this. Pow! She's like, what the hell? Good thing she got a paddle on it. That would have been really bad if she didn't so awkward so obviously you know the result of this one because Ben and Annalee went on to win the gold medal for mixed I also love this moment where they won the game and Riley Newman's nope no paddle tapping for you Ben and Annalie are like alright we'll just do it anyways they're like we're not giving up what we like to do paddle tap the air yep there it is alright real quick while we're on the subject of Riley Newman he had the first time he played against Matt Wright this weekend while they're not partners still it was in mixed but it was so funny to listen to what DJ Selkirk was playing. Go ahead and listen to the song they're playing for him. You see there in the pink shorts. Uh, never, and that right, were men's doubles partners for many years. Won how, how, how many medals together, Dave? 27 oh, for 27, and they were set for the whole day. year. All right, moving on. Let's talk men's doubles. In this gold medal match, we had J.W. Johnson and Dylan Frazier playing Federico Stackstrud and Pablo tejas This match was quite boring. And by boring, I just mean there was a lot, a lot, a lot of dinking back and forth. These guys are all just good dinkers, you know? And in men's doubles, that's just kind of what you got to expect. So this was classic men's doubles, just dinking all day long. I mean, gosh, just almost every rally was like this. Just like faking the Ernie, not really going for it. Just keep dinking back and forth like how long is this gonna last before somebody does something reminds me of that one tournament a few weeks ago somebody do something please for the love of god somebody pull the trigger i'd rather you just hit it in the net than just sit here and watch you dink oh my gosh let's just fast forward Alright, finally. Jeez, nice ATP. You know, I'm kind of kidding when I say that it's boring. When you play pickleball, you realize how intense this actually is, how skillful this is. It's something to be appreciated, but I don't know, you know, for your average fan or for somebody who's not really into pickleball, you'd watch that and you'd be like, what is the point of this? That's just how it is in men's doubles, though. It's like you don't want to give up anything risky. You know, it's almost like you got to play it safe because everybody's so good, especially these two teams here. JW and Dylan seem to always find a lead in this match. Seemed like they were clearly the better team. But it's not like Fed and Pablo ever really let them get too big of a lead. It seemed like they were always in it. You know, and any game could have gone either way. But there's just something more consistent about Dylan and JW. And obviously the two of them have the best hands in the game, I would say, as far as a pair goes. Pablo and Fed were actually able to get game three here. Something just clicked for them in this one, and they were able to pull away and get this game right here. But then game four came around, and it just seemed like Fed and Pablo really were not feeling it. I mean, they clearly were getting really frustrated at a certain point. It seemed like nothing they were doing was working. I mean, check this play out right here. Lots of overheads, good defense on Pablo and Fed's part. You know, it's like, man, they felt like they could probably get some momentum here, and then Pablo... So upset, he chucks his paddle. And check this one out. Refs are talking like, do we give him a warning or something? Look at the video board, he put a hole in it. Can you see that right by the B? Here it is one more time, check out the replay. He's like, ah, and just tosses it. A pretty light toss, you know, just like a little toss. I guess maybe the handle just hit it in the right spot. Banged a hole right in it. That's gotta cost a lot of money. Is he responsible for that? Is there some sort of insurance policy or something? Gosh, all his second place earnings is going to go right to fixing that video board. This is why we need to let people give the middle finger. You know, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's just a hand signal. Let him do it. What do we think costs more? The fine for his middle finger or the fine for hitting that video board? If he has to pay more money for a middle finger, I'm sorry, but that is just ridiculous. I mean, I can totally understand somebody getting fined for damaging like equipment or something. But come on. I mean, like... If it's going to be less than the middle finger, I guess, I don't know. What am I arguing for it to be more than the middle finger? It's not really what I'm saying here. I'm just saying he shouldn't have been fine for that middle finger. And he should be allowed to give middle fingers to avoid situations like this. Regardless, nobody surprised. J Dub and Dylan Frazier end up taking the gold on this one. J Dub celebrating with his team on the sidelines. And then, wait a minute, who's that girl right there? Ooh, with the awkward hug, side hug, handshake. Judith Castillo, what are you doing over there? Are they friends? Quote unquote friends? Rumor has it they're, you know, partners. Good for J-Dub, I guess, as long as uh, he's not getting put in the friend zone. I hope not. Because, you know, I mean, uh, this does look like a little bit of a friend zone move. You know? I mean, look, like, she's the one that initiates the high five. I mean, are they just trying to keep it low key? Is it maybe just kind of building up and not quite there yet? I could see J-Dub being in the friend zone. I hope not. So you're probably wondering, wait a minute. Where was Ben and Colin Johns? Why did they not make the gold medal match like they normally do? Well, let's take a look at this match that was on the grandstand court on Saturday. Ben and Colin taking on DJ Young and Pat Smith. Now, DJ Young, everybody always talks about, oh, he's so talented. Oh, he's got potential. Never really quite seems to live up to the hype. Pat Smith, a guy who seems like he used to be kind of good. Seems like he plateaued a bit. So an interesting duo between the two of them. And when they took on the Johns brothers this weekend, the results ended up being in their favor. I mean, they just pretty much played lights out. I don't know if it's Ben and Colin just not really feeling it, or if Pat Smith and DJ Young just really came alive. So Ben and Colin took the first game, but Pat and DJ ended up taking the second. And you could just see how deflated colin gets he's always just like slumping his shoulders and just eye rolling the next game was a pretty close one dj young and pat smith ended up really just doing what they need to do to piss them off you know and just have them kind of lose their momentum and then so there you have it dj young and pat smith one of the rare times that the johns brothers go down unfortunately They lost in their next match, so they didn't move on. Just saying that you beat the Johns brothers, that's a huge deal. Not sure if this is a fluke or if we're going to start seeing Pat Smith and DJ Young do some damage moving forward, but either way, congrats to them. That's a big accomplishment. The other big storyline we had at a men's doubles is Riley's new partner and Matt Wright's new partner. Riley Newman playing for the first time with Julian Arnold, and while they did take the first game... They lost the next two in this quarterfinal match against Pablo Tejas and Federico Staxford. I mean, like we all knew was going to happen, look at the body language here. It's just so awkward between Riley and Julian Arnold. And it just really is starting to seem like Julian Arnold is somebody who feeds off good, high energy. And you're just not going to get that with Riley Newman. So Julian Arnold and Riley Newman are out in the quarterfinal. Let's check in on how Matt Wright did with his new partner. So Matt Wright and Jay DeVilliers ended up finding their way into the semifinal against J-Dub and Dylan Frazier. Unfortunately, they weren't able to take any games in this one, but still, they made it farther than Riley Newman, which I find interesting because I got to say, Julian Arnold to me is definitely better than Jocelyn DeVilliers rocking his Lori sponsored shirt. Weirdest close ever. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. Anyways, he's definitely not better than Julian Arnold. So you'd expect Riley to do better and get farther. But somehow Matt Wright and the flying Frenchman were able to find their way into the semifinal. They ended up losing in the bronze medal match against DJ Young and Pat Smith. But hey, fourth place isn't bad for a new partnership. All right, let's talk women's doubles now. We had Anna Lee Waters and Anna Bright taking on Jackie Kawamoto and Vivian David. Vivian David has made it to the gold medal match with her fourth new partner now. This is the fourth one. It's like, what the heck? Is she just like a really good player who's underrated? Is she a good like chemistry person? I mean, look at her. She's fun. She's positive. Is that what it is? She just brings the best out in her partners. But why can't she finish? Why can't she get that gold? So, Anna Lee and Anna Bright. They take away game one, 11-7. So, Anna Lee and Anna Bright, they're such a good team. It's hard to believe that anybody would be able to take them down. I mean, look at them rocking the creamsicle orange. Watch this point right here. This is why we love women's doubles. It's just chaos everywhere. You got lobs, you got firefights, overheads, you got burts and... Oh my goodness, man. Look at all this craziness going on. This is exciting. Like, this is what's going to get somebody who's new to Pickleball into Pickleball. So this second game was not even close. Vivian David and Jackie Kawamoto, they ended up getting pickled here. Rough to do in a gold medal match. So Anna Bright and Anna Lee take a two-game lead in this match. So this third game right here ended up actually being a really close one. I mean, you can see it's 8-8 right now. Real good firefights going back and forth. It seemed like Kawamoto and Vivian David might actually take this one and get us to four games. But man, quite often it seemed like Vivian David kept putting them in the net. Even though this only went three games, this match was still really fun to watch. He had a lot of good points, a lot of interesting battles. I mean, a lot of good defense. It's just women's doubles. Classic stuff, you know? This is a fun one right here. Check this out. Oh, the battles. Oh, and then she hits it out of bounds. Can't do that. Even when they were down, they never really quite ever gave up. I mean, look at all this right here. This is another good point. It's 10-8. Anna Bright and Annalie Waters have match point on their paddle. Now just got to put one away and Kawamoto and Vivian David are not letting them do it. Anna Lee's trying to take over and play dominant, but it's not enough. And they end up losing that point, so this game's going to keep going on. Crowd wants a fourth game, and unfortunately, they're not going to get one. Anna Lee Waters and Anna Bright, they take gold for women's doubles. A result we all knew that was going to happen. So I thought this was interesting. In the interview portion right here, Hannah Johns describes a protest happening outside of the facility for pickleball you heard the band during your match, but there is a pickleball protest happening outside the venue. Uh, a lot of Seattle community turned up to protest the courts being resurfaced back into 10 tennis courts. Uh, a couple of hundred people how came How dare out. they they're all turn their it their into plan. tennis There's courts? a funeral, a pickleball funeral, uh, and they're burying the pickleball man uh, currently out there. It's a little corny, burying uh, so a pickleball man the, time, the funeral. I get it. You're trying they're trying to symbolize that pickleball is dying. Ladies, turning it about into the tennis. Situation, And where do you want to see pickleball going when it comes to court space and players all over the U.S. and the world. You know, there's a, the demand for pickleball is like insatiable right now. And the funniest part is they end up bringing in the mayor of Seattle, and look at his political speak around the subject. We need more pickleball courts. It's as simple as that. We need more pickleball courts. We hear you. We see you. We hear you. We see you. I want to thank all of the sponsors. You great community. These tremendous. We need more courts. We hear you. We see you. And they bring out the best in all of us. This is how we're going to get our city back. So we need more pickleball courts. I get it. I hear you. Thank you. I get it. I hear you. We need more courts. But I'm not going to promise shit because I'm a politician. And I'm just going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. So I'm on your side. We need more pickleball courts. Vote for me. But I'm not going to do anything about it. You guys can figure it out. Now let me just hold your trophy. All right, next let's talk men singles. Ben Johns taking on Federico Stackstrud, And this match was actually really entertaining. Usually singles could be somewhat boring, but these two right here, they have a fun play style. They really like to get into the cat and mouse, which to me is the funnest part to watch about singles. So Ben ended up taking game one, 11-4. Game two, we had some fun moments. Look at this play from Fed. I don't think I've ever like seen something man. like this. Just like a jump up overhead, pow. This is Pretty fantastic. cool. I mean, at I this lost. point, the athleticism in men's singles is just such a high level. So many amazing points. I mean, you have like a ton of ATPs between guys like this. I mean, look at this stuff, pow. What a shot. That is so much fun if you could have a singles match like this. Watch this one more time. Look at this angle. Well, guess what? how do you do that so ben johns ends up just taking this one. First first two games go his way completely expected ben johns walks away with two gold medals this weekend okay hannah and ben have the weirdest relationship let me sit on your lap bro that's a little weird, right? Speaking of John siblings, I love that Colin showed up rocking the same exact shirt color as Ben. After all those years of not matching him, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to lean into this whole matching thing. He's probably bummed he didn't get to play in any gold medal matches. He's like, well, I had this outfit selected. I'm going to just wear it. The men's semifinal match was interesting, too. We had Ryan Eveloff, a new guy. I've never seen this dude before. Look at the shades on him. Cool guy. He was taking on Fed Stackstrad. And he didn't play terrible. I mean, obviously he must be good if he's making it into the semifinals. So it's pretty fun to watch somebody with a new style. I mean, even just look at that play right there. High fiving people. Seems like a cool dude. I don't know. What a point right there. Nice play. What is this dude wearing right here? Who is that guy? You wear this to a pickleball tournament? What the hell? Evalov looked like he was going to take the second game, but oh, he just could not finish. And Fed takes him in the first two games, and he moves on to the gold medal match. Let's talk about Ben John's path to make it to the gold medal match. He was taken on Juame Martinez-Vic in the quarterfinal. Look at this point right here. Two ATPs. That ended up making on SportsCenter top 10, and it damn well should have. Check this out. 1 around the post and 2 around the post. The first game they played was 15 to 13. Even this one was somewhat close in the second game, but Ben Johns ends up sealing the deal 11 to 6. Wame Martinez Vic is climbing up the ladder for singles. Don't sleep on him. All right, so now let's talk about this semifinal match. Connor Garnett taking on Ben Johns. This was an awesome match and it was on ESPN. I mean, even right there, a nice ATP by Connor Garnett. Ben Johns had game point on his paddle, but then ends up giving it up. Garnett ties it up 10-10. Ben's starting to get nervous. So then Garnett has game point on his paddle, and he puts it away, a winner against Ben Johns. He took game one on national TV. Even this second game right here, we're 9-9. Connor Garnett serves, and he gets the point painting lines over there it's 10-9 Connor Garnett he is one point away from winning this match against the best in the world but Ben holds it down Ben gets another point and then just like that Ben has game point on his paddle little while later Garnett has another chance to win this match and then watch this shot right here backhand paints the line no Ben calls it out oh no so close let's check it out one more time what do we think was it in or out oh probably out probably a good call but man literally an inch away from beating the best in the world and then ben johns he just cleans up this second game ends 14 12 ben johns he looks exhausted so now it's game three 10-8 connor garnett is crawling his way back he does not want to give this one up ben looking extra sweaty here Look at this point. I mean, man, Ben fought hard on this one. Having a scramble. Oh, and he just gets it. Look at him. So pumped. So relieved. You never see Ben cheer like that after a match. That's how you know you really gave him a run for his money. Absolutely one of the best matches that we had all weekend. The stakes were so high. But no surprise, Ben came on top. He won this. Ended up making it to the gold medal match. All right, next up, let's talk women's singles. This was the match we were all waiting for. Leia Jansen's last singles match ever. She's retiring from singles because diabetes is not easy to deal with. Leia Jansen's mother's in attendance. You think that's like a shot at Anna Lee? She's like, you know what? You have your mom there all the time? Well, I'm going to have my mom. Maybe that's the secret trick to being good is having your mom on the sideline. Everybody was pumped to watch her last match. I mean, even look at this, Rafa Hewitt and Jackie Kawamoto rocking the Leia Jansen shirt during warm-ups against her. That's how much they like her. What a great shirt. I even have one myself. Check that out. I love this shirt. I think it's a good idea that Leia is going to just really focus on doubles. She's such a good player, but singles really just take so much energy out of you. She's saying that she spends 85% of her time working on singles. And I mean, man, why do three things at like a decent level when you could just focus on one and do it really well? So this first game was awesome. I mean, it was very close the whole way through. It seemed like Anna Lee was always either ahead or it was tied, but Leia Jansen never let her get too big of a lead. And then finally she ties it at 10-10. So it's 10-10 now. Anna Lee, she's battling. She ends up getting the point there. And it's probably awkward for her because she's like, why is nobody cheering for me? She's just like, come on, crowd. Get loud. The crowd's like, okay, yeah, we'll get loud. All right, she asks us to. Let's do it. This is a good match. Very next point. Watch this. Leia Jansen ends up putting it away. And she's like, yeah, come on, crowd. Let's go. That seems like a little bit more genuine of a crowd roar for her. So here we go. It's 10-10. Can Leia Jansen pull this one off? She gets that shot right there and starts screaming. How do you not have adrenaline sitting at your couch at home? And then here we go. 11-10. Like we said, it's the last match. That is clutch. Beating Anna Lee. She took a game from her. 12-10. Immediately, she's running to the bench like, Yeah, Mom, I did it everybody was all excited for this next game but unfortunately it ended in a pickle oh Leia Jansen lost zero to 11. Anna Lee really came out strong so then we go to game three is Leia able to do it Anna Lee ends up taking this one away nine to three and look at this play right here Leia calls it out the ref says no that was in and Leia is so sure of it she's like all right just challenge it let's go I know that that was out, let's just challenge it real quick. Very rare for the ref to just overturn it herself. Let's take a look here. I don't know, that looks like it's out. I mean, like the very bottom of the ball right there looks like it's hitting outside of the line. I mean, that's so close that there's no way a ref should be overturning the call that was made on the court. The challenge is lost, a timeout is lost. So, Leia, obviously furious after something like that. Boy. You know, how do you overturn the call in the court with something that close? And then it even just seems like it's out. Oh, man, I'd be so pissed, too. Last game of your career in singles. And that's kind of how you go out. I mean, that is just rough right there. You just see her yelling there as she walks off. Look at her yelling at the ref still. She's like, that's ridiculous. I hope you remember this because I will. Seems like she just storms off. She's like, fuck this shit. And then look at Hannah. Hannah's like, wait, uh, we need you um, for the postgame interview, please. Leah, one last word. Yeah, I just want to say I won't be remembered as the best, but I'm pretty sure I am the most entertaining. So. Couldn't agree more. She's always making interesting matches with her and Anna Lee. I am going to miss this rivalry so much. I do wish she gave a little shout out to the ref at the end there, but it's all good. You got to be a good sportsmanship, right? All right. Well, that's going to do it for the recap of the Baird Wealth Management Seattle Open. Before we head out of here, let's play another round of Partner Body Bag, winner off the net. Partner Body Bag, winner off the net. Partner body bag, winner off the net play a dancing, winner off the net Racing McGuffin, winner off the net. Lady hey, hey, Walkers, body bag, body back, James got A wish, body bag, body back. So not sorry, winner off the back. right partner body bag winner off the nets i got three names here i'm gonna choose one person that i'll partner with one person that i'll body bag and one person that i'll hit a winner off the net with all right so the three names are number one Leia jansen how appropriate number two vivian david and number three ryan eveloff the newcomer in men's singles this week all right, who do I want to partner with? Who do I want to body bag? And who do I want to hit a winner off the net? I think I got a body bag Ryan Eveloff. I don't know the dude that much. This is the first time I've ever watched him play. He looks like kind of a douche bag in those sunglasses for some reason. I don't know. People wear sunglasses while they play. I mean, even Rafa Hewitt puts sunglasses on top of his hat while he plays indoors. So it's not that it's like definitively a douchey thing to wear sunglasses, but just something about that dude. He just looks like he's slightly douche douchey i'm totally just saying that to make this choice easier so i'm gonna body back him and then who do i want to partner with vivian david or Leia jansen well i guess if i'm gonna partner with Leia jansen she's spending more time doing doubles now that's probably gonna pay off big time i think i'm gonna partner with her now normally i might say i'd partner with vivian david she's made it to the finals with four different partners i could be that fifth person Wouldn't be surprising to make it to that gold medal match, but does she have it in her to make it to win the gold medal match? That I don't know. I feel like Leia taking more time now for doubles, she might hit another step in her evolution and start winning a lot of golds and doubles. I think I want to be a part of that. Plus, I think I want to hit a winner off the net just to see if I could get Vivian David to stop smiling. I love her smile, I love that she's happy and positive, but let's just see if we could try and put a little frowny face on somebody that never frowns. She's good. Maybe we won't beat her, but like, you know, maybe I could be that guy that made her not smile that one time. All right. So there you have it. Partner body bag winner off the net. I'm in a partner with Leia Jansen. I'm going to hit a body bag right into Ryan Eveloff's glasses. And then I'm going to hit a winner off the net to Vivian David. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much, everybody for watching. I hope you'll see me back next week before you head out. Go ahead and make sure to hit that like button. Share this show with your friends. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time I drop a new episode. And we'll see you guys back next week. Take care. Forgiveness Is more than saying sorry I'm sorry <laughs> Forgiveness